What's up, everybody, and welcome to Inside BKC, powered by Trendy Trippin'. This is your girl, Jams of WJMS Radio. So excited to be with you guys this afternoon. I have a wonderful show. For those folks that don't know, Inside BKC is our brand new podcast where we highlight all of the creatives that are working in and around the Brooklyn Common Spaces, both locations, Flatbush and Bushwick, and we give them an opportunity to spotlight what they're doing, talk about some of the resources they may need, and also try to put them together with other networks in the building to make this group even stronger than it already is. We've talked to so many different people and so many different brands. I am very, very excited to finally have a woman on air with me. It's been a whole lot of guys coming through this uh, this podcast, so I'm super happy to to have some female energy coming through. Uh, But my special guest for today is Jessica Whitaker from Build and Bloom. Very, very excited to welcome her to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing so good. I'm so excited to be here. I love that I'm the first girl. (laughs) You are the first girl. I had to to yell at Joanne because I'm like, Joanne, where's all the women at? Like, I feel like I'm I'm talking to only guys on this podcast. What's going on? And, you know, asking you shall receive, here we are. So super duper happy to have you on the show. Why don't you tell the audience a little bit about how you got started with Build and Bloom and what it actually is? Yeah, so I started Build and Bloom as a Facebook group in October of 2016. So if my math is correct, which it probably isn't, it's been a group (laughs) for about two years on Facebook. And in February, we started to do in-person workshops. And we started out in Seattle. We did... Los Angeles, New York City is where we got introduced to Brooklyn Commons. Mm-hmm. We're so grateful for them for making New York possible. And then we um, went to Houston, Dallas, did some meetups in London and Paris. And we it's been so cool to be able to bring it from online to in person. And it's been something that we have been working on since July of 2017. So started in October, then moved into kind of planning out what's the next step. I wanted it to be a little bit more than a Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Um, and here we are today after workshops. But I think, sorry, the biggest thing that I forgot about that is Build and Bloom is a photography Facebook group targeted towards like younger creatives and more of that amateur level, if you will. Okay. Because a lot of the times photography can seem so like technological and intimidating and we're all kind of struggling through it when you first pick <laughs> up a camera. And so I wanted to create a space that was fun, inviting, but would still be educational. I do teach like photography on YouTube, so that was a really easy transition for me to pull and build and bloom and just have more purpose behind it. Um, But as the group started to grow and grow, I really, again, wanted to bring that in person because people were like, when are you gonna do a meetup? And, you know, I was always nervous about meetups. I felt like I wanted to do something a little bit more in depth with the education side. Mm -hmm. So that's when we started to do workshops. But in addition to Build and Bloom, we also have a stream called Sister Sister, which launched in March of this year. And it's a girls meetup group that meets in 15 cities around the United States. And it's for young girls interested in media arts. So it kind of goes, photography but videography podcasters we have models bloggers anyone in the online space okay. who kind of wants to build that local community of girls with common ground so that they can you know develop new friendships and relationships that's awesome that's really yeah. really awesome so you mentioned a lot of locations that you guys yeah, launched yeah. off with with groups and stuff like that do you have roots to these places like Seattle and all these other places or was it like you know sort of spawned off groups that are under the same umbrella as yeah so basically I'm from Seattle and then now I live in New York so those are like the two I really needed to do right and then we figured LA is where um, one of my friends who helped me really like build up 
the the dream of what Build and Bloom could be. He's in LA, and you know we have a, that's a major city, so we had a member mm-hmm. base there. And then what's interesting about Houston, Dallas, is it it was the two cities that we all had to get on a plane for and like rent a car for, and had no really connection other than you know we have some friends there, but we don't. I didn't have roots in Texas. I'd never been to Texas, mm-hmm. but that's where we from our Facebook insights are our most populated cities outside of New York and LA because naturally those will be more populated but um, actually Dallas was our biggest workshop it was all of them are free and we had 120 people come nice yeah that's amazing so we were like okay guess we're going back to Texas but yeah so usually there's like some kind of like I'm from Seattle. It's a natural. The, the first one we did was there just to almost like test the waters, you mm-hmm. know, because we already had that established community. But also I ramble. <laughs> and I no, can't no, that's good. question short. So. That's good. I, I okay. prefer people that ramble than people that give me one worded answers because then okay. I'm like, okay, this is going to be a very long podcast okay, yeah. if you don't elaborate. Okay. Um, so I appreciate rambling. Okay. So I got to ask a question. I feel like I, I talk to a lot of photographers and stuff, and just from being in my network and things like that, there's a lot of people that are have picked up cameras to become photographers. Yeah. How do you feel about this idea of, like, the iPhone and everybody yeah. feeling like now that they're professional photographers because they have iPhone 10s and yeah. stuff like that? Do you feel like it's taking away from the craft at all, or have you seen sort of an influx of people with better skills yeah. than now? I honestly, I know there's so many different perspectives on how photography has become so accessible, whether it's mobile photography like the iPhone, um, Mm -hmm. with Instagram and social media as a heavy influence, or with it's just now like cameras are a lot cheaper for a better quality. Like you can go to Costco and get a DSLR whole kit and it's gonna be like nine hundred dollars where in if I remember correctly when five years ago for me, that level of quality was not just, you know, like a Christmas present. Yeah. Okay, 900 is a lot for a Christmas present, but you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. something so more obtainable. So I think that's a beautiful thing because what's so great about photography is it really like merges art therapy in a way mm-hmm. and self-expression with education and job skills because yes anyone could can just go and like take photos of their friends and even maybe run a sale or something for many you know many sessions and we see that all the time on Facebook I'm sure but at the same time if that person who's 17 or even 14 year old I mean we have a we had a 14 year old come to our sister sister meetup a couple months ago so even if they want to be able to take that to the next level there is that opportunity especially with youtube mm-hmm. all these education i mean i listen to like business podcasts all the time i love it and if i had started out photography um when i was you know 14 years old but in 2019 i think i would have been able to take it even further because of the more resources and the it's a little bit more affordable whether you're getting the dslr or just using your iphone mm-hmm. it's more accessible and i think that's wonderful i think that when we get caught up in the uh, perspective of does it cheapen the craft I I don't think that it does because I think that can become a really like dangerous perspective to have because it means that what those other like kids or young adults whoever that amateur level that beginner is creating it's not it's not as like valid when it, it can be and also a huge part of Build and Bloom is that there is a spot for everyone at the table that's one of our slogans we have two slogans because I can't choose it's less <laughs> me more we and then there's a spot for everyone at the table and where you know especially in these big cities too whether it's Seattle or New York or even you know Houston or Dallas there are so many people who are in need of 
photographers, like their photos getting done. And so there is enough space there. There's enough clients for everyone. There's enough work mm -hmm. for everyone, even though sometimes it can be frustrating. Maybe if you see you're in a small town, like when I was first growing up, you know, yeah. an hour outside of Seattle. And I'd be like so discouraged because I would see somebody else, you know, who either did the same kind of work as me or maybe they were a couple years behind in their knowledge mm -hmm. and they were running a sale for like two dollars you know it's discouraging but I think that's what's so great about the social media aspect is we can still go on there and connect with other people outside if yeah. we are frustrated in our own small city do you know what I mean I know what you mean okay, yeah, okay. I know what you mean. and it's funny I always ask that question to photographers because yeah, it's yeah. good to get their perspective on no, how they yeah. feel because I mean yeah. it's the same thing where you look at music you know you, you think about music back in the day when we were younger and we're yeah. like oh man that music was great because of x y and z and it was wonderful yeah. and now you fast forward to today and it's like yeah. auto-tune and there's beat kits and there's all these kinds of things that have yeah. gotten everybody sort of away from the original foundations of the craft like you know yeah. actually playing an instrument and, and actually mastering or, um yeah. something like that you know and it's it's just interesting i can see both sides of it like i can yes, see how yeah. The invent of technology and the advent of technology has made it more accessible for people who yeah. otherwise may not have been able to purchase that $900 XLR camera or yeah. purchase that kit that they need to do the photography. Right. Now it's like I can take really good pictures and try and hone my skills with your group and also with the technology that I have available to me right. and not feel like I'm wasting my talent my gift or what yeah, have you because yeah. I can't get my hands on the equipment that I need yeah you know? they can almost so. progress faster yeah. and also it's great because if they're you know maybe they can't afford to go and take a photography course in college I never took a photography course in college because like I don't want to be in debt for that you know <laughs> I mean too yeah. but um they can also they just have so much more access to that free material and in turn really does teach them skills that they can later put on a LinkedIn profile so customer service even building out and figuring out like how to do your web design like yeah. all those little things can really add up especially if you're like in high school you can use that to get a job somewhere else even yeah. to us it's so minor and it's so simple but I think it's so valuable it is it definitely is so in terms of build and bloom and your workshops what are some of the things that you guys do in the workshops like what is it that you guys are, are putting the and the sister sister what do you guys sort of bringing to the table yeah. and what's drawing people to these events and making you get so many reservations for the events that you're having yeah so okay for the build and bloom workshops we've called them rally so um they are where we will go to each city and it's myself it is um, one of my best friend Stuart he helped me really again like kind of whole build and bloom offline in person and then we usually will have a guest speaker from that local city so when we were in New York we had um, Eric Hercules who's a New York City based photographer and then we will each speak on a topic that mm -hmm. relates to freelancing because these people coming in already know how to you know take photos they know how to use their camera they know yeah. how to edit they know how to do Instagram that's all great so how can we bring them even more information so for example, Stuart will talk with them on 10 fantastic bullet points of like ranging from tools that they can use in their freelancing business to how to get started with creating lead lists to start working with companies. Um, a lot of information that is still so, so new and not a lot of people have been able to tap into, we want to make that available to these people. So he will go over anything from the free resources that they can get online, like Trello and the G Suite, and I forgot the other ones. I guess I should have listened to. No, but he has all of these different resources, as well as how to create lead lists, how to start getting in contact with brands. We'll have our guest speakers come in and share not only their own personal kind of journey, for lack of a better word, mm -hmm. but also giving practical tips on 
how they actually got to that. So it's not just, okay, like now I'm this photographer in New York City, you know, <laughs> I'm all booked out, whatever. Well, how did he get to that point? And we are able, we just select people that we believe in and trust to deliver the best information. And like I said, all of these workshops are free. And so, because everything that we're learning and share, whether it's online or in these workshops, we've learned it from somewhere else yeah. and from our own experience. So why not cut down the three-year learning curve <laughs> and just deliver that in a practical workshop? And then I just talk about Build and Bloom and you know, informing people about Sister Sister. And we were doing volunteer projects in New York City um, earlier this year just to kind of get people more excited for the platform, the Facebook group, but our platform. Okay, excellent, excellent. So I got to bring it back full circle, of course, yeah. and ask what brings you to the Brooklyn Commons? You know, what is your connection to the space here? And what, if any, resources are you looking to gain from being within these walls? Yeah, so... We were looking for a New York City venue for New York City Rally, and New York was our most highly requested space for us to do, but it was the hardest one to find a space yep. to contain, you know, like 60 people. And so we were researching and researching. We came across Brooklyn Commons, reached out, and were able to work with y'all on using the event space here at the Flatbush location. Yeah. And so I don't remember what the room is called, but it's one of the really big, kind of long, narrow rooms. Um, it's beautiful. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it has like, it's, I, I don't know. I have to ask Joanne. She knows, she knows all the rooms and yeah. all that kind of stuff. But it was but yeah. gorgeous. And it was like a dream come true to be able to finally have another company venue space in New York, like local where we, where I live to believe and not only in build and bloom, but the people who would be filling those seats. And it was just a great experience. It was so we're so 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 thankful for it so as you know inside the brooklyn commons there are mm -hmm. a ton of creatives a ton of different brands a ton of different industries yeah are there anybody i'm not sure if you know who's in the building or not but is there anybody in particular that you would be interested in working with or networking with or you know maybe collaborating on a project with um i okay the only person i'm very familiar with would be laura and she's the one who really orchestrated us to be able to come through and mm -hmm. set this up and then she also invited me to the networking event where I had the chance to kind of share more about Build and Bloom oh, good. and so I really appreciate her I think she's so awesome and at the networking event I was able to talk to her more and she was just able to like pour into me and speak life into me about Build and Bloom and so I was really encouraged by that okay so uh, before we wrap up is yeah. there anything else coming up on the horizon for Build and Bloom or for Sister Sister like maybe another workshop or another mm -hmm. panel or anything like that that yeah. you want to share with the audience so we continually do Sister Sister here in New York City as well as the other um, cities um, you guys can find that all online but we do them the third Saturday of every month and it's for all girls who are interested in just building up a community that's in person, girls do so well in a, a smaller group setting where they mm -hmm. can really talk and the more that the months go on, the deeper the friendships get built. And so if you're a girl listening and you're interested and you maybe you just picked up your camera for the first time in three years or you've been shooting all your life, like you can come through. And then in terms of the other events local to New York, we really want to do another rally, maybe a bigger scale, but you guys can get all that information by either 
following us on the Facebook group or the Instagram. They're both at Build and Bloom. Okay, I was yeah. going to yeah give you an opportunity yeah. if uh, folks want to maybe email you or anything yeah. like that. Give the website, the email, social media, all that kind of stuff for the audience to yes. follow up. Yes. <laughs> okay, so we're on Instagram at Build and Bloom, but our email and our website would be buildandbloom.co, not .com because the .com domain is too expensive. So we have <laughs> .co, and you can get in contact with me at hello at buildandbloom.co or sister sister, um, our partners. And then, obviously, the Facebook group. You can just search Build and Bloom by Jessica Whitaker. You can join. It's free. It's private, so you have to request. But then you'll get in and get access to all the amazing resources we have there. Okay. Excellent, excellent. Uh, Well, Jessica, I want to thank you so much for being with me this afternoon and talking about Build and Bloom. And congratulations on being able to bring people together with photography and really embracing kind of new technology and old technology. Thank you. And giving everybody a place at the table. I think it means a lot. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate the opportunity to share about Build and Bloom. No problem. And folks, we'll be back again with a brand new episode of Inside BKC, powered by Trendy Trippin. You are listening to your girl Jams, of course, on WJMS Radio. You can check out our social media at WJMS Radio on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. And of course, you can catch out my show live every Saturday at 12 p.m. Shameless plug right there. <laughs> but we'll be back again with a brand new episode next week with a brand new creative, another creative from Brooklyn Commons. Thanks to all the folks that help keep this podcast flowing and all the folks that listen on a regular basis. We'll catch you next week. Until then, everybody be safe and be blessed.